How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Train Camp Podcast. Uh, yes, things are a little different. Um, the main reason, so we're going to have a very, very short show today, um, mainly just because of the recent uh, attack in Atlanta. Um, yeah, I just, I don't think it'd be right if we just kind of went along like it was normal. Uh, you guys have seen me do stuff like this in the past, so um, yeah, I just want to make sure that you guys are aware about it, and uh, I don't want to draw away from it either. I will be leaving links in the description where you guys can uh, help fight all the hate that's been thrown towards the AAPI community over the past, you know, not just the last year, but especially the last year. Um, so you guys can check out those links if you guys want to donate, better educate your guys on that as well. Um, very short show today, honestly, we're just going to do one leg. Um, coincidentally, this fell on a day where I also feel like shit. <laughs> uh, woke up, I've been feeling sick all day, so um, if I don't seem very energized, that's the reason why. Uh, it's going to be a very NFL-heavy show today. I don't have anything NBA-related for the show, especially since you know it's been free agency mania for the past uh, 48 hours. So, let's hop into the news of the week. The news of the week, essentially, right now, is literally just going to be most of these free agent signings. Um, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to talk too much in depth about the free agent signings, just because uh, I'm going to be doing a recap next week on my free agency grades for uh, the, the big teams that make a lot of moves, as well as uh, the bigger names and where they land. So, um, and also, you know, if a signing happens after, or like while you're watching this, uh, I record these on Wednesday, upload them on Thursday, so it probably happened afterwards. Or it happened on Friday, and that's just kind of a constant thing that happens with the podcast is <laughs> I'll be like, oh, this could happen, and then the reality of the situation happens, and it breaks three days later, and I'm like, oh, cool, I have to wait a week to do it. So, I'm not just avoiding a certain topic for you guys. Um, one of the bigger uh, stories lately is Andy Dalton went to Chicago after everyone was like, oh, I just got a, a report from ESPN. Uh, Galladay, Kenny Galladay, got an offer from Cincinnati. He didn't make a decision. He's visiting the Giants. Why did Why did you tell us this, ESPN? Why Why did you tell me this? Why don't you just tell me when when he actually signs? Okay. Um, Andy Dalton went to Chicago. Is what I was just talking about. Um, <laughs> I texted Chip about this. I'm so sorry, Chicago fans. Your GM. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, I will say he offered a pretty fair uh, trade package for Russell Wilson. It was like what three firsts, two starters, and two thirds. That's a hell of a package. Um, curious who those starters are it's best that they do leave that information not out there because that would just <laughs> ruin your chemistry but uh yeah you guys really were like all right we got <laughs> this was your level apparently you're we like all right tier one russell wilson tier two andy dalton <laughs> so i don't know uh i think at this point you guys just might as well bring back Mitchell trubisky on a super cheap contract because he's at least worked within your system I just don't see how Andy Dalton can work with the system. Uh, he, you guys have a, an okay offensive line, but you guys could see Mitchell Trubisky was running for his life. The only reason Mitchell Trubisky worked with that team more than Nick Foles is because he's a little more mobile than Nick, Nick Foles. Um, I guess you have a bigger arm with Andy Dalton than you have with Trubisky, but I don't know. I mean, it also, it, they're shopping Allen Robinson right now. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, no, they're shopping on Robinson. No, they're shopping Anthony Miller, and then Allen Robinson just is unhappy. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. <laughs> Sorry, Chicago. Uh, 
Jameis is going to New Orleans on a one-year deal. Sean Payton was like, well, I guess it's going to be a quarterback competition. It's not. We know that Taysom's not going to be the quarterback, even though this isn't in my notes, but Taysom Hill did sound like, what, a four-year, $140 million contract? I don't even – it was nuts. I just want someone – I want to find a girl that loves me as much as Sean Payton loves Taysom Hill. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think Jameis is going to be the starter. Um, it's only a one-year contract, so I guess they're not totally – sold on him yet um maybe they just want to see how he works as like a full starter for an entire season wouldn't surprise me if 10 games 12 games into the season next season if they're above 500 they offer Jameis a future contract um aj green is going to arizona that's crazy uh, there's still no there's still no uh i can't think of can't think of the word there's still no say, I guess, in whether or not Larry Fitzgerald's coming back or if he's retiring. So, I mean, it doesn't really affect them, I think. I'm very curious if AJ's going to be the number two, though, or if it's going to be Christian Kirk, because Christian Kirk had a pretty good season last season. Um, if Larry comes back, he's going to be the four no matter what. So I don't think that happens. I think Larry should come back because we'll talk about this probably next week, but this is really, really good for the Cardinals. And I, I just, Larry's one of those guys I want to see get a ring. Um... Trent Williams re-signed a monster contract. He's staying in place in San Francisco. Not surprised. Um, all San Francisco needs now is a quarterback and a healthy running back. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. Um, I was about to transfer off of the Trent Williams thing. I just wonder if there was a market for him. That was the thought that just popped into my head. I don't know who was going to pay him that similar kind of contract. Probably no one, honestly. But, um, yeah, good for Trent Williams. He's obviously, he's one of the best, if not the best, left tackle in the league right now. So good on you ryan fitzpatrick this one boggled me because they so washington uh, washington offered and signed ryan fitzpatrick for one year for 10 million dollars but it's like they they signed heineke and heineke looked good he was like the only quarterback essentially in the playoffs they gave tampa bay trouble so i was kind of surprised that they signed i think it's a good fit i mean Ryan Fitzpatrick was he's a win, like he's not, he's not a winner but he can win in situations. I can already hear my I can hear my voice. I sound weird. Hold on, give me a second. Oh my god, I don't know why I sound so weird. Sorry guys. Um well, I know I sound so weird. I feel like shit. Um but yeah, no, I just it's like you guys gave Heineke a what was a 2-year, 8 million dollar contract and then also a bunch of incentives. So, are you not sold on Heineke? Do you want Ryan Fitzpatrick to be more of a, uh, a, uh, I can't, I can't think the word now. What the mentor, uh, is that like, do you think he has more than Alex Smith does, whether it be mentorship, ment mentoring or playing right now? I don't know, but I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick, honestly, he's been able to basically just work as a transition quarterback anywhere. So, um, this wasn't on my notes either, but now that he's not with Miami, I know Miami signed Jacoby Brissett. So I'm guessing that's their backup plan if two was not good. Uh, that's very curious about that. This is one of the better signings of the free agency spending spree that I I saw. Well, that was Corey Lindsley to the Chargers. I think it's great. I think Herbert was astounding, just amazing last year with a bad O-line. Now that they have uh, Corey Lindsley and they also signed Matt Filer. Okay, cool. You have a guard, you have a center, and you have a, decent, good, a decently good pick in the draft so you can draft another offensive lineman. You guys are set on the O-line now. You guys have at least four out of five good offensive linemen. Um, they didn't really... I, JP did say they lost a lot of their corners, so that might suck, but they do get Derwin back, so we'll see what happens. I think the Chargers are going to be one of the best, like one of the better... I think they're going to be the best 
jump wise team like from last season to the to this season but i also think they're gonna be one of the better teams in the, in the afc as well one surprise me if they went 10 and 6 11 and 5 Tyra Taylor's going to Houston. I wonder if this is Houston just giving in and being like, yeah, we're going to have to trade Deshaun, so now we at least have a quarterback, which I don't understand why you would do that either because, I mean, I have a feeling Tyrod's just going to continue his, like, uh, just the history of Tyrod Taylor and just get benched because, like, if I'm Houston, I want to trade Deshaun for a younger quarterback, like a Sam Darnold, like a... or just a quarterback, but, like... So I don't understand this. <laughs> I guess their maybe their offers are getting worse and worse for Deshaun. There's not even quarterbacks included anymore. So they're like, well, we need a quarterback now. So I don't know. I just feel bad for Tyrex. I just have a feeling he's gonna get benched again halfway through the season. And he's also just put in a horrible situation. Uh, like there's, it's gonna be really hard for him to win there. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is going to Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo did let go of John Brown, who then signed with Oakland a couple of minutes ago. Um, I uh, I don't. I think it's cool that he went there, but I think the biggest need for Buffalo was uh, running back and tight end. Obviously, the bigger names are running back besides Aaron Jones. Haven't signed yet, like your uh, Chris Carsons, your James Connors, your Kenyon Drakes. I think that they need a running back or a tight end, and we'll talk about the tight ends in a minute. But they didn't make a, maybe they did make a run for him, but they didn't offer enough for a tight end. I think that's one of their weaker spots, but I think the weakest spot on their offense right now is running back uh we saw that zach moss can be a good goal line back but they don't really have a good running back who can i mean josh allen was essentially the running back last season so good for Emmanuel sanders he's on a contending team now but i just don't think that's it'll make them better obviously i just don't think it was one of their biggest needs it was a pretty good contract though so shouldn't affect them too much and then uh this is just news of the week uh not really related to free agency but jacksonville is taking calls for Gardner Minshew. i'm not surprised I'm surprised he hasn't been moved yet. Uh, I thought he would have moved weeks ago. But <laughs> Chicago, maybe? I don't know. Uh, I would have said Washington, but they now have Heineke and uh, Fitzpatrick. I, maybe Pittsburgh calling for him, but we also have Haskins and Mason Rudolph. And, so that would be, and Big Ben as well. And so uh, maybe I, I still think San Francisco is a really good spot for him. Maybe <laughs> Seattle is trying to get the first pick. They won't. But I don't know. For us, I just I do think Gardner deserves to be a starter in the NFL because he's proven that he can win, uh, and he's proven that he's actually a really good quarterback. But um, I'm just curious where he's gonna go, and I have no idea as of right now. I think the best pop probably is San Francisco, but I think I don't think this, uh, I don't think Je- uh, I don't think Minshew. Oh, being sick sucks. I don't think Minshew will be moved until Deshaun gets moved. Uh, unless the draft comes up and there's a really good offer. So that is that. Now, I know what you're saying, but Connor, you didn't talk about like one of the biggest headlines of free agency. No, no, I'm about to. I'm just, uh, there's so many on this list <laughs> that I'm giving them a whole segment. So uh, here's a nice thing about being in my room without the uh, studio set up is I can just pull up random stuff. So, how many moves did the Patriots make? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 13 signings for the Patriots. Um, I'm not going to talk about all of them. I'm only going to talk about 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 of them. Um, so, I guess technically 8 because Cam Newton was technically a, a 
re-sign. So, yes, they brought back Cam Newton, but they also brought in Johnny Smith, Hunter Henry, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Jalen Mills, Matthew Judon, and Trent Brown. Uh, this also is taking into account that they get Patrick Chung and Dante Hightower back next season, um, just because they sat out for COVID reasons. Um... <sighs> Initially, no, I will say, like, I think this makes New England a playoff team. I don't think this is going to make them a great team because I still think they're going to be limited by Cam Newton. We saw how limiting he was last season. But this is something I was talking to my group chat about. Um, you know, the season that Cam had the most success, the 15-1 season where he won MVP, he won MVP, they went 15-1, and he went to the Super Bowl, um, his leading receiver was Greg Olson. And he, he him and Greg Olson, like, made each other they were two peas in a pod they were perfect for each other so i think having i i thought the genres the genre setting was really really smart because he's a big tight end um i think belichick would get into be even a, be an even better blocker um i did think they would pay him a little bit but then they were like oh you uh, how about two tight ends and they got hunter henry and a lot of people are questioning this i think it actually does make sense Parker was talking about this, uh, especially on his football, football by the numbers Twitter. I'll leave a link in the description to that. Um, and it just makes sense because not only are they – it's like the pitches aren't necessarily rebuilding, but they're they're restructuring. And one of the things that we saw last year that you have to have is a competent run game. And how do you get a competent run game? You get two really good run-blocking tight ends. Hunter Henry's already established really good run-blocking tight end. John is okay, but they're going to make him better. Um and so, yeah, this is going to open up the run game. This is going to open up also the RPO game with Cam Newton. Look to him. I think he had, what, 12 rushing touchdowns last year? Look for him to probably have 12, maybe even between 12 and 15 again next season. Um, the question marks for me, though, even though I do think this team is basically now – because they went 7-9 last year. I think they're basically a lock for, like, 10-6. and six. Maybe 9-7, but I don't know. 10-6 feels about right. Um, the question marks for me were Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne. Like, would, they had a lot of money. And there were guys out there like Kenny Galladay, um, A.J. Green, Juju Smith-Schuster, and they settled for Kendrick. And they offered, and they gave, an offer, they gave Kendrick Ward and Nelson Aguilar big contracts. Like, Aguilar is two years, $26 million. That's nuts. Kendrick Bourne, three years. It's not as bad, but three years, $22 million. It's basically $7 million a year. But you're paying Nelson Aguilar $13 million a year? You probably could have gotten Juju or Galladay for that much. Maybe just a couple million more. Um... Like I said, I think the biggest things are going to be John Newton and Hunter Henry for Cam Newton target-wise. So if you're in fantasy, have fun deciding which one of those you guys want to pick up. Um, I don't. A lot of people are thinking it's going to be like Aaron Hernandez and Gronk. I don't think it's going to be that OP, but I do think we're going to see very, very similar things. It's going to be interesting, though, because, I mean, when they had Gronk and Aaron Hernandez, you know, they had a immobile quarterback with Tom Brady. Now they have a mobile quarterback who can get out of the pocket. So I'm very curious how that's going to work. Um... And they also did. They also traded for Trent Brown, Brown from Oakland, so that's more protection for Cam Newton as well. And then uh, the other two signings were Matthew Judon and Jalen Mills, safety and linebacker. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I guess they aren't confident in uh, Dante Hightower and Jalen Mills coming off not playing for a season. I guess, or uh, Dante Hightower and Patrick Chung not playing for a season. I guess. But if Patrick Chung is what he used to be, that's gonna be a dirty secondary. And if Dante Hightower is what it used to be. Him, Matthew Judon, Jesus, that defense is going to be really hard to get past. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if the Patriots are top five in defense next year. Maybe not even allowing like more than 22 points a game. It's really going to be... I think that they made those two moves 
in worries of the players that took a gap year, but also because there are concerns about the offense and they want to be able to keep games to lower scoring. Uh, if you can keep other teams from not scoring, you can possibly score yourself. And if you can't score yourself, then you're holding the other team from not scoring. So I think that's a, a really good strategy by Bill Belichick. They still do have some money to spend, so I'm very curious how that's going to work. Maybe they are going after like a Kenny Galladay, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster type of receiver. Maybe they're going to go after more defensive pieces, maybe another O-lineman, uh, just a lesser-named one. And we also have the draft upcoming. Uh, a lot of people think they're going to take a quarterback in. <laughs> I joked, I was like, yeah, because Mac Jones is going to fix all their problems. I don't think they should draft a quarterback. I don't think they should trade up for a quarterback. Um, I think they're set for about two years. I think that they could roll this lineup for two years and be a competent team, not a Super Bowl contending team, but a competent playoff team. And then uh, after two years, because just next year's quarterback class is not a really good one in the draft. As of right now, of course, things definitely always change. Um, there will, I will call it right now, there will be a quarterback taken like first overall, and people are going to be like, oh, this is great. And he's just not, it's going to be like the, kind of like the Blake Bortles effect. Um, just very rare uh, draft class where there's not a lot of good quarterbacks or no this this draft class is very rare where there's so many good quarterbacks we might see all we might see four taken in the first 10 picks so um yeah next season is very good so i don't think they'll draft a quarterback this season or next season they'll probably wait after that they're just gonna ride it out for right now um yeah no i think i still think that the division belongs to the bills i still think miami could be a really good team within that division as well i think it wouldn't surprise me if there's a playoff spot being vied for by both Miami and uh, New England. That's really interesting. I'm also curious how Cam Newton, not Cam Newton, how Cam Newton is going to do in Bill's uh, system for a second year. Uh, he did have a pretty good like end of the season for the most part, but yeah, no, just the way I, you watch him throw the ball and you're like, dude, you're in pain. <laughs> you are not doing good. Um, so yeah, those are my thoughts. Speaking of pain, I, f- I feel like shit absolute shit sorry if this podcast wasn't as good as usual um like i said we're keeping it short not not only because i don't feel good but the main reason was because of what happened in atlanta um they just happened to coincide on the same day so yeah short podcast for today but um make sure you guys check out those links please donate if you can also just read about it it's really really important right now Uh, i would usually put a little more effort into it. it's not that i don't care i'm just really i feel like dog shit right now so uh, it might be looking like I'm just throwing this in last minute, but I'm not. I'm just really <laughs> exhausted. I feel gross, and uh, I just kind of want to go to bed. So um, thank you guys for watching the podcast. Make sure to click all those links down below uh, and check them out, and I will see you guys in the next episode of the podcast. See you guys later.